0: Hello there. Get out. Roger, roger. We're doomed.
1: What we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. What fuck is my hot take this week? I don't know. I had one. Ish. It like came and went. Hi. Welcome
0: back, guys! Welcome
1: back, guys!
0: We are joined once again by the wonderfully energetic Spudley Jones.
1: Spuddington, Spudley's here today.
0: For those of you who missed that episode, that he joined us on, Spudley is a puppy who just banged his head on my desk. Oh,
1: <laughs> poor thing. He has this wonderful little egg toy. Oh my god, it's a pig. Yep, a wonderful <laughs> little pig toy that Maggie. Has at the house on loan for him, so he is having a grand old time with that, which is great. But yeah, so Spudley's joining us again today. Yes, we're having a sleepover. Woo! It's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, we had a we had a really fun snow day here for anyone who listens and is in New York. Today was a fantastic snow day. I had a great time.
0: I'm glad you had a great time. I had to... Some of you
1: guys had to work.
0: I had to work today, and when I left my apartment this morning, my hair was dry, and I'm only walking a few blocks to work, and by the time I got to work, my hair was completely soaked again. So I went into the bathroom and just sat underneath the uh, <laughs> hand dryer and uh, did it, like I blow dried my hair that way. That sounds about so right. So it's
1: been. Do you not wear a hat? Huh? No, I have my hood up. Oh, I wore I wore the lovely hat that you
0: made me. Yeah. A couple of Christmases ago. That's what I wore. Yeah. Even with my hood up, I could barely like nothing because oh. I had my I had my earmuffs on and. Oh, it was a it was a treat this morning to walk to work before the uh, people before people had started like shoveling their sidewalks. I think it's just because I was walking to work at 8.40 in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. So, like, I get it. But yeah. still, it was an adventure.
1: Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. feel that. But, yeah, <laughs> I was just so happy because today, so we're recording today on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I actually got a snow day on a day off. Yeah. I feel like the last several snow days I've You've had, had... To work. So <laughs> it's been really nice for me to be like, I'm going to go enjoy this day and have a puppy run us around the park with all the big dogs. <laughs> that was very fun. So, oh,
0: my That's God. what my day was. Yeah, my day was just very slow. Yeah. If, but still, it's fine. Anyway, oh my god, I'm so excited to talk about this week's episode of The Book of
1: Boba Fett. Guys, this week's episode, the first episode of Mandalorian Season 3. Yes. Well, let's be real. Oh. We got a nice little teaser. Um, It was so much fun. And oh. all of the Easter eggs, all of the...
0: So many Easter eggs, so much. Yes, all oh the my scenes god, I'm... from
1: the prequel trilogy. There was
0: something in there for everyone. I'm so, so, so excited. Literally I'm like everyone. chomping at the bit, to talk
1: about it yes I'm mad because I well again I didn't write it down because that's just who I am but also because I didn't think it was that great of a hot take yeah so I can like vaguely remember what it was
0: hot takes
1: hot takes I'm gonna let you go first because I'm gonna try to remember mine
0: so this week's episode was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard yes who fucking killed it as
1: as soon as I saw her name at the end I literally out loud was like yes girl but it
0: kind of like, made me realize... Like, I was thinking about my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. And I realized that my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett have either been directed by women or people of color. Yeah. And I 100%. fucking love that. I mean, we got... um Basically, like my hot take is legitimately written on receipt paper from work today. Um, But we got Rick Famuyiwa with the prisoner in the Mandalorian season one episode six, like, Mm -hmm. and that and the believer. So basically, the two episodes with Bill Burr, with with Bill Burr's character. That's Rick Famuyiwa's work, and I fucking love those episodes we've got deborah chow with like the reckoning in season one like like right before the finale of season one Mm -hmm. even like taika watiti's like finale of season one is phenomenal steph green's book of boba fett episode two which is still one of my favorite pieces of star wars in star wars like it's up there it's probably like it's probably top five that episode I love that episode I love that and then we've got Bryce Dallas Howard Mm -hmm. she's got this episode of the book of Boba Fett which is basically Mandalorian season three episode one yeah pretty much but also the Mandalorian um season one episode three which name I forgot to write down and I don't remember what it's called I think it's like sanctuary or something like that okay but that really loved like I heard a few people call that episode filler. That's the one we were introduced to Kara Dune during. Oh, but I actually really do like that episode. Okay, that cool. episode is just really that's nice to see Dinjarin in that kind of setting and him wanting to help people.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, agreed.
0: So that's my that's hot cool. take. I just love the fact I didn't realize that until like today. Yeah. at work and like, oh my god! All of my favorite episodes are either. Women or people of color directed them. Yeah. And that is just so fucking cool. And also just give Bryce Dallas Howard a Star Wars movie. Yeah. She can fuck she proved that she can handle it with this episode. Oh,
1: absolutely. Like absolutely. Ugh. I agree. Um, so I don't remember what my hot <laughs> take was. I'm gonna be completely honest. I cannot even remember what it was remotely about. But I will say, um that all the shots we got having to do with the speed racer the, that was Anakin's,
0: the N1 starfighter. Yes.
1: yes. So, I guess my hot take would be um, which it's more of like a question to uh, you specifically. Yeah. Does that work for your um, he's over here. Okay. <laughs> does that work for your pod race? We didn't technically I'm, get a pod race, but we got the
0: track. I'm literally literally wearing my pod (laughs) racing shirt right now. Uh, Yes. So is it close enough? (laughs) 100%. I, oh, I geeked out so hard.
1: I thought you might have. I was like, Maggie is going to be, she has to be happy with this because it's at least like the track. It's, it's pretty much shot for shot. What we, it's Beggar's Canyon. Yeah.
0: Like literally when they go past, um, they go past one point in Beggar's Canyon and they're if you look towards the side, you can see the debris from the broken barrier that Anakin went through. Oh my God. During his pod race. Oh, the debris is that. still there. That's
1: hilarious. Yeah. Like, so, like, cleanup
0: crew is on. I, it. <laughs> that was, I, I, will, I. Yeah.
1: So, Mike so like, yes, I am satisfied. Yeah,
0: I'm so, so very satisfied. Yeah. That so, was, I was very
1: happy. That was, that's, I guess you would call it a hot take, but I was just like, yeah, I'm here for this. That was like, awesome.
0: I asked Star Wars for something and Star Wars delivered that something and I am like a little kid right now yes. when it comes
1: to that. <laughs> oh my God, I'm here for it. Yay! Um, so yes, that was way cool. That was probably my favorite part about the episode yeah. was all of the um, throwback to OG Anakin.
0: Oh my God, yeah. When we
1: meet him. It's like, uh, And then also thinking about, because you know me and I have to constantly remind myself, um, where are we in the timeline? <laughs> um, I am like, The only thing that makes me a little sad is that there's no one around anymore who was there. Obi-Wan's gone. Anakin's gone. Because Darth Vader's gone. So it's like, who... Oh, God.
0: Oh, no. You know who was at that pod race? Who is not canonically dead. I swear to God. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Nobody asked you! Also, also, um, (laughs) R2 and C-3PO.
1: Well, yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, because like Luke was not even thought of. Yes,
0: because his, <laughs> you know, his father was a child. <laughs>
1: um, let's just talk about that for a second. Uh but like most of who we know and yeah. who was around at the time, especially during Anakin's story, is like just not around anymore. So it was kind of that was for the fans. That yeah. was strictly like
0: Oh, absolutely. For
1: us. It was you guys have been here done that. There's no one else who's gonna connect these dots. So here yeah. you go. And I swear to god if they introduce Jar banks I'm going to murder you. I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you 100%. Yeah, it's absolutely your fault. That'll be my fault. It will be. 100%. I'm going to be like this was all Maggie guys, you can just blame her. Like it is I will
0: I will I will accept and take all of that blame. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I'm just saying you asked if there was anyone around who was around at that time technically yes there is
1: someone in my mind in my opinion from the we all know that I am a movies person and live action show person so from my viewpoint as a Star Wars fan they wrote him off like he hasn't shown face from from, from my (laughs) from your viewpoint when did he die I'm not saying he died I'm just saying they were like "Yeah, we're done with him you don't always have to kill them off, but we're moving on. You're not a part of the story anymore. You don't fit the narrative. We out. Like, bye. Thank you for playing. Come again. Or don't. Please don't. Please do not. You're not allowed. No mass. But he could. Um, so yeah, so that was definitely my definitely my favorite part of the episode. Definitely the part that I um enjoyed the most. Well, the Darksaber bit was cool yeah. because I know all the backstory from our episodes from a year ago. If you I haven't know. tuned into them, check it out. But wait. I something just dawned on me and um, I was like, uh, should we have maybe started our season three at the beginning of Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> <laughs> what season are we on? Are we on season two? Yeah, season two, episode 22. Great. We're doing great, guys. Yeah. Um, I have a fantastic memory, as you can tell. <laughs> and a part of me, I just have this like fleeting thought go through it. And I was like, wait. What season are we on in this podcast again? So last year during season one, we first started. It um, was our very
0: first episode.
1: It was our very yeah. first episode. So because Which, I get all that backstory, I definitely like knew what was going on. I'm not gonna lie, I half expect that to be Bo Katan under that mask. And she's the, talking in third person. Of the armor? Yes. With the fur, the woman the yeah. that woman. The way she was talking.
0: That's definitely not Katie Sackhoff. I,
1: yeah, I was like, maybe yeah. we would recognize her voice too much. We would. And we also,
0: uh, but I, I don't like, remember the actress's name off the top of my head, oh, but, okay. but we actually know who plays her. You do armor. know who. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay.
1: I was just like, I just had that thought. The way she was talking about her, I yeah. was like, is she about to be like, it is I. <laughs> the way she was talking sounded very third person. <laughs> so I was just, I, I, I was kind of like, wait a minute. So I had, like, a theory that it might be her. Um, But, yeah, so that was kind of cool, because she also gave us the audience. Yeah. Which I appreciate, because I feel like Jon Favreau knows his Star Wars fans very well. And he knows who watches Clone Wars and who doesn't. And I feel like Dave Filoni sometimes forgets that not Not, all Star Wars fans watch his stuff. Love you, mean it.
0: Which should be um, very interesting because apparently Dave Filoni is directing next week's episode. Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I have to give it up. I'm sure John Favreau was like, we have to write in some lines oh, yeah. to give our fandom backstory because not everyone knows this. And are... and I felt kind of in the know because as she was explaining it, I was like, I already know all of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I well, wouldn't have if we didn't have this podcast. Oh, I know.
0: So, yeah. there's all right. Well, you would, but you would like half listen to what I'm saying and then it. Forget it like instantly. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, let's yes. take an ad here and then we're going to get into this episode. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I
1: just like dove right in. I, I was did. like, mm, wait a minute. <laughs> we have structure here, guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're really good at this. Let's
0: just do the same ad we've been doing for two seasons now. Great. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this episode. Yeah. Oh there is so much to get into, but so much. Like, right off the bat, like, first off, the, the, like, um, what is it like? What's the word for like butcher meat locker? The that meat locker that Din is walking into. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I love that the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, like these shows. We're seeing people and and aliens in this galaxy doing. Just regular jobs.
1: I had that thought too. I was watching that scene and that crossed my mind too. I was like, literally that. I was like, oh, they're giving us Star Wars content of like things we can actually relate to. Yeah. It's like, Which is
0: really funny. Yeah. I, I love that. I loved that in um the episode of Mandalorian, the uh, one with Bo-Katan where it's the... um. Mon Calamari, like, fishermen in these, like, cable knit sweaters. I absolutely love this thing. So I love that we got that with this meat locker and the Clatoonians at the beginning. Yeah. Um, Very cool. But also just the sheer fact of once we do get Din fighting with the with the Darksaber. Yes. He fucking sucks.
1: He sucks. He sucks at it. So it's the other guy though. I they both do.
0: I love that so yeah, much.
1: I thought that I was like, that's a choice. That's they, a very strong choice. But she but it makes sense because yeah. she's trying to teach him how to but fight with it. Even- and that lasted two seconds and all of a sudden he's being Challenge
0: yeah. to fight with it. And he's but, like, I haven't even trained. But even that first fight with the clatoonians and the bounty, oh, yeah. like he, he cut f- himself, he cuts himself, but also, and so we get that. We get someone doing the most realistic thing with a lightsaber yeah. ever, which is doesn't know how to yield fucking it. Fucking hurting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most relatable brutal. Thing. Way. If you handed me a lightsaber, and I have training with actual swords. Yeah. I have that training. If you hand me a goddamn lightsaber, saber, you know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to burn myself. Yeah. I am going to hurt myself with it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I had that thought too. Yeah. And I was like, and to me, it was a good choice because I don't know about you, but I okay. felt as an audience, it read to me that the dark saber is a lot heavier than a typical lightsaber. Yes. The way he was handling it and the way he was holding it, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, he's not flipping this thing around like we've seen Jedi do for years. No, and we're... he. It's like it seems to be very actually like heavy weaponry. Yeah. And I was like, what is this
0: Excalibur? So we so to jump ahead in the episode a little bit. That moment of him in the armor having that training thing. Yeah. For some reason, I keep I, I keep hearing people talk about him training with the Darksaber and how the Darksaber is heavy and all this, that and whatever. But nobody keeps. If people will, will talk about how other people have used the dark Like uh, Pre Vizsla has used it, Bo Katan has used it, Moff Gideon has Moff used it. But nobody is talking about Sabine, Sabine Motherfucking Wren, who actually trained with a Jedi. Sabine or Satine? Sabine. Oh, okay. Sabine, who we are going to meet in live action. We just haven't met her yet. Ah. Um. She is from Star Wars Rebels, and okay. so she is a Mandalorian who. Was a, a, a affiliated with Death Watch and so, like, the bad part of Bo Katan's past.
1: Okay, I feel like so, you maybe mentioned her before. Yeah, but we I definitely mention Satine. I get a little confused. Yeah, <laughs> understandably
0: so, but
1: especially if they're both affiliated with Bo Katan. Like, come on.
0: I literally busted out my old notes from our first episode. No, that's smart. I love that. Come here. But when Sabine ended up with the Darksaber she was trained by Kanan Jarrus on how to use it and okay. she's not she's not force sensitive she is just a mandalorian very similar skill sh- skill set to what din has okay and as they're training and i just i'm getting so irritated that i haven't heard anyone really talking about about this scene mm. from rebels is she does make a comment about the blade being heavy oh and okay kanan tells her that the blade will get lighter as Sabine connects to the blade, ah. that she can wield it when she allows it to become a part of her.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah,
0: and he um, he goes on to basically, I mean, he really antagonizes her in this fight to kind of get her to connect to her emotions. Yeah. But he tells her that she can't rely solely on the blade. She has to use all of her skills together. Like, all of this is pretty much what the armorer is telling in. Yeah. at the same time. Yeah. But he also tells her you're not fighting me, you're fighting yourself and you're losing.
1: That's He's, literally what she told yeah. him. That's literally what she told so, him Jared. So
0: Sabine's problem why she's having why she had trouble wielding the dark saber is that she was carrying a lot of guilt. For um Sabine used to be a uh imperial cadet and mm. she designed weapons and she designed a weapon just as like a thought exercise to see if she could de- to design something that could, um, basically, combat best car, and so she invented this weapon that, pretty much, would cook someone inside their best car, armor, oh. and she never thought it would be made. But the empire then made it. She has this guilt that the the weapon and the weapon in- ends up being named the Duchess, which is just another slap in the face, because yeah. Satine Crees was the Duchess oh, of Mandalore. So the fact was. that they named this weapon the Duchess, she has so much guilt about this and the okay. fact she that she then um basically just abandons the Imperial Academy, runs away, can't go back to her family and her family she doesn't think that her family will believe her. They think she thinks that her family will blame her and she has to confront all these emotions in order to Therapy. connect in order to connect to the Darksaber. And yeah. so right now, Din's going through... Literally the same thing. This whole thing where he misses his... He, he, misses, he misses his body. He misses his son. He misses uh, his son. He's questioning his faith because somebody, like, liter- he literally just met someone who was like, Hey, you're in a cult. This is creepy and weird. Okay, thank you. I'm so yeah. glad you
1: called that out. That bothered me. When yeah. she basically gaslit the shit out of him and was oh, like, yeah. You took your helmet off? It's like. Okay, pick a pick a side. Yeah, pick a lane and stick, because he was literally just told. We found out in season two. Yeah, that it's okay for him to take his helmet off. That he was basically in a cult, and that um, that's not how the Mandalorian are anymore. But right now he's in like
0: he's in this um, pick a side. But he's in this place where he doesn't i i would assume at this point he doesn't know who to believe yeah you have these people who you have these people that you've been you've been raised by you're completely indoctrinated to their religion and you meet three people who tell you like hey no world's kind of different you have to go wait what
1: Yes, yeah, so he's wrapping his head around that. Yeah, he's wrapping... And then now he was just told, like, how dare you do that? Like, yeah. That's what... That bothered me when she yeah. said that. I was like, what is it happening? He's probably so fucking confused. He's like, I don't know yeah. who to believe.
0: But he's got all of this shit weighing down onto him. And added on top of that the responsibility of this darksaber, which he doesn't really seem to want. No. Like, who would want that? Yeah. He's like,
1: I mean, yeah, he doesn't really, yeah, he doesn't seem too into it.
0: I do have to jump back. For I just think he doesn't
1: want, I think it's one of those things that while it's something that he may not fully want, I think he's skeptical on who deserves it. Yeah. So he's not letting anyone else have it until he figures oh, exactly. that out. While he might not want it, he doesn't want anyone else to have it. And in this certain situation, considering what it is and what it represents, I don't blame him.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, this episode was just so exciting just from the from not the Mandalorian, the show, but, like, the Mandalorian people yeah. aspect. We also got um, just the way the armorer talks about all of the stuff that went down on Mandalore because we know a lot of it, but we don't know the specific details of it. Mm-hmm. But I do love that we're hearing a lot of this information through an unreliable narrator. Yeah, who the
1: fuck is she, by the
0: way? Do we so, know who she is? No. Um. Basically, we only know her as the Armorer, but what she's telling us about what went down on uh, Mandalore okay. is that, so basically, the Watch comes from Death Watch, and so Din is yeah. a part of the Watch, which is like the radical splinter group. Yeah. Yeah. The reason that Death Watch and, and the Watch have survived survived the Night of Thousand Tears as she described it. This, yes, this, which
1: they showed that. I was like, oh my the, God, that was heartbreaking. Well, first off,
0: that's the first time we've seen Mandalore in live action. Re- oh yeah. We've never seen Mandalore in live action, but the reason that they they were able to survive the Night of a Thousand Tears is because Death Watch was exiled from Mandalore. And so they have to be on uh. the moon of of Concordia Dawn. Um but that big. Um, so what we're seeing when we have like the ties coming in is that the planet Mandalore, the this the surface was pretty much like kind of I think they describe it as like turned to glass or something like that uh, because of all the civil wars on Mandalore. Oh, yeah.
1: It's like unlivable. Yeah,
0: it's unlivable. And then when they're approaching that dome, the dome is Sundari, which is the capital city of Mandalore. That's where Satine ruled from. That's where Maul took over, that's where Ahsoka fought Maul.
1: Okay, the person I was watching it with kind of explained that. Yeah. He was like, um, it's unlivable, like, everyone lives in these, like, domes. Mm -hmm. That's essentially what that was. I I think, I
0: I think it's supposed, it's meant to be Sindari, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but.
1: That's what I would assume. I would
0: assume that, like, just, I mean, we got that, like, Terminator scene of the K2 droids Oh my god, that was terrifying. Through. I hated
1: that. Right. I saw that and I was like, nope, don't Ooh. like that. And yeah, then... I saw
0: I saw that. I was like, oh no, Cassie's oh, gonna no. hate this.
1: <laughs> um, but then I was also reminded that um that's our guy from
0: Rogue One. Rogue One! Yeah, yeah, K2SO. S-O.
1: I was like, oh my god. So was he Oh my god, was he one of them? Or was that just his that's... okay? So help me out really quick. Huh. Um you just said something about It happened before. Where's the timeline in when Mandalore got destroyed and Rogue One? So
0: uh, that is happening. I I mean, I guess it would be. I mean, I it's got to be sometime during the time of the Empire, because we we really don't have a lot of that information. Because Rogue One is happening, like you know, right Right before right before a New Hope. Uh, A New Hope is taking place in. Sorry, I just like I can't. I I will never remember this off the top of my head. Um,
1: I was just trying to keep it straight to be like, okay, so then when did that happen? When did Mandalore get destroyed? It was during Clone Wars, right?
0: After Clone Wars,
1: after so it's probably during Rogue One, it might go before Rogue
0: One because you're looking at like 19 years, 19, 20 years.
1: Okay, so then he very well could have been one of the dudes who did it.
0: K2SO, our guy from Rogue One. Do you mm, think? No, this is happening after Return of the Jedi, where we are right now. Oh, I thought yeah. she was telling... Wait, the way she was think...
1: telling the story, it seemed like she was Wait. telling a story from before. Wait. So that's why I'm like...
0: Wait, potentially... Yeah, no, sorry. Potentially, I thought you were talking about where in the story, like right now, her telling oh, the story. no, 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 <laughs> no, so no, no, no. I so confused. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry.
1: I meant when Mandalore actually got destroyed.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah, K so could have potentially been a part of that we don't know when cassian um when Cassian got him, yeah and and reprogrammed him. so
1: he could have been a part of that for all we know. Poten- he could have been one of the people we just saw. We just don't know it. yeah,
0: potentially, yeah, been another Easter egg, like, I mean, the Mandalorian season three is going to be so fucking exciting. and yeah, Book of Boba Fett even more so feels like a lead up to Mandalorian season three. And I feel like oh, now, absolutely. I'm, now it's starting to feel like Boba Fett is definitely like that this story is not going to completely resolve at the end of Book of Boba Fett, that it's going to lead into the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian will then come back around to help potentially. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. They bleed into I mean, the whole reason we even got reintroduced to Boba Fett was because of the Mandalorian. Yeah. So I feel like they're always going to bleed into each other.
0: I um, I'm really excited to find out about these living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore. Excuse me? So when um when <laughs> the like, when, when the armorer asks him, like, have you taken off your helmet? He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I have. <gasps> uh what and he gets like all kind of gets all white, like, what do I do? How do I fix it? Like, oh. how do I make it better? And she's like, Well go to these, go to this thing. On Mandalore. <laughs> You're right. She yeah. did say that. Oh but okay. there's like a lot of little things that are that the we have the potential to see. Like we she brought up the mythosaur, which is that big that um that Mandalorian like skull crest that they yes. have. Yes. That's a mythosaur, a mythosaur skull. I was wondering. And so their mythosaurs are um this allegedly like uh what what is the word? I wrote it down somewhere. Okay, so there are these giant mythical, quote-unquote mythical beasts that allegedly were tamed and ridden by ancient Mandalorians.
1: Um, Yeah, I feel like they look like... The symbol almost looks like a woolly mammoth skeleton.
0: Yeah, like in Legends, I think they were kind of like uh, reptile, like dragon creatures almost. Mm -hmm. But um, we actually haven't... I can't think of an example where we've actually seen a real one in canon. Mm-hmm. There is a skull that exists in like an actual skull that exists in canon and it actually uh is at Andar's Den of Antiquities on Batu. Oh. So, um uh, well, which Batu does exist in the books and in uh Florida and California. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, but there is uh, supposedly a mythosaurus skull. Okay. That is there. I don't know. I've never been. Um, yeah. <laughs> not that I'm bitter. That's so funny. But there's like all these little things that I'm, are, I'm so hyped for the Mandalorian season three. We get this prophecy of one warrior will defeat 20 and the multitude will fall before it. That the armorer tells Din about the, uh, the dark saber. Okay. Which don't know what that means, but like, all right, Harry more, Potter. Than, more than willing to find out. <laughs>
1: How very Trelawney. <tree-lon-y. laughs> There's one child Hi. who's gonna be either Harry Potter or Neville Longbottom. Pick one.
0: <laughs> I am genuinely curious if this curse that she is talking about with the the Darksaber, that if you don't win it in combat, if that curse existed pre bo possessing it or after hmm. her possessing it. Okay. Like, Because we knew that people, that you, your claim to the Darksaber would not really be respected if you didn't win it. But we didn't, this is the first we're hearing of this curse. And is this new mythology that's kind of like sprouted up because of what happened? Or is this something that they already believed?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: What else we got? Oh, and we went back to Tatooine because... Goes to Tatooine in this story. Everything goes. To I Tatooine was really in excited to get off Tatooine for a little while, and that Ring uh, City, that like Halo world. Oh Tatooine, my god, that was really cool. So
1: I've never played the game Halo, but again, my friend who I was watching with, he was like, "Did you ever play Halo?" I was like, "No," and he was telling me, he's like, "This is exactly what Halo is. Like, I, it's it's a circular planet world in space, very like, and they're either." I was like, well, that was definitely on purpose. I'm doing this. So then I was like, what are they going to do? Like a fucking crossover? Because I'm um, making a live action.
0: Here's the thing. I've never played Halo. Me neither. But I did watch the Halo movie. Oh, God. Did you? I'm. Oh, yeah. It's bad. I figured. It's bad. I was like,
1: no, nope, uh, it's but not great. It's probably not
0: great. the planet there that orbiting city is called Glavis. Glavis? I don't know. Okay. Um, but so those bands of light that were on there um they're actually apparently these rotating mirrors that mimic a day and night cycle for the oh, city yeah
1: interesting like, that's really fucking cool huh yeah odd but all right there um, we go um, I was also very uh, intrigued by mm-hmm. us being on Tatooine that we got a little glimpse into um, the Jawa dating game. Oh my god! Yo, Pelly. I was dead. I was like, "The fuck she just say?" I was like, "Girl, you just sit down." But just stop. stop. Also,
0: <laughs> Pelly is saying that she dated a Jawa I'm and dead. that they're very hairy. Oh my Is god. the first. <laughs> Canonical reference to what Jawas look like under their shit. No, I thought about that too. I was like,
1: "Well, now we know they're hairy. We now that we know that I they're don't know hairy." If I wanted to know that, but all right. Um, very good, very good. I was li- like, "Grr!"
0: So the the very little droid that came out, um, that mm-hmm. got snatched up by the Womp Rat. Yes, um, that is actually a BD droid, and BD droids are so. So apparently. BD-1 is Cal Kestis's droid in Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. And so people are now speculating that them using a BD droid, you know, opens up the possibility of Cal Kestis, who is a, who is a Jedi who is still alive. Cool. So them bringing him awesome. in, which I'm really excited about because I don't play video games. Yeah. And so I want to know more about Cal Kestis. I'm very curious about him. Yeah. Um. So there I... was
1: also the droid from A New Hope, the one that he originally tried to buy. Oh yeah, before R two D two, and then it completely yeah. malfunctioned. So he made a cameo. So I was that's... like, look at
0: this guy. So that's um R five, and I didn't know this, and I I'm totally stealing this from Star Wars Theory, who knew this legend story, mm-hmm. but apparently, I was listening to his breakdown of the episode, which is wonderful. But apparently, there is a legend story where R five is force sensitive, what? and he knows through the force that R two is carrying the Death Star plans, so he blows his own motivator. <laughs> what?
1: He's like, no. I've the never
0: heard this story. That so seems
1: a little far
0: fetched. A lot far. I mean, but to be fair. Props to Star Wars series for either making that shit up or knowing that story.
1: That's hilarious. That is
0: fucking amazing.
1: I can't. But oh my god, he's four sensitive blue brain.
0: Well, also no, that that broken. little that little BD droid, the way they use him when they're um, working on the N one Starfighter, mm-hmm. where Din turns to him and says, "Where does this go?" And he pulls up oh, a little yeah, hologram that cool. thing. Uh, apparently that is how BD works in the Fallen Order game. That's how he helps you figure out where pieces are supposed to go. That's and very so cool. Oh, use, I appreciate like, that. like, the exact same use as the video game.
1: That's cool. I like that. Also,
0: there's a wonderful Easter egg in that um, N1 Starfighter, like, repair scene. Mm-hmm. So when the Jawas, first off, the fact that Peli is just giving Jawas, like, lists of things for a... Seriously for an n1 starfighter pre-empire like wh- what the fuck is tatooine like, <laughs> seriously
1: though like but, no one keeps stabs on this place which is maybe why obi-wan sent yeah. luke there he's like you guys don't understand but and no one gives a fuck <laughs>
0: nobody cares here no one's about an eye but when the jaw was come back with that long cylinder that yeah. they have and didn't you know talks about saying it how did you get a cryogenic density combustion booster? Oh, that is the same piece of metal that Han is putting in the trash compactor. He told oh me like that while we were watching the episode. He's like, one. "Do you
1: recognize that?" And I was like, "No, am I supposed to?" And then he told me, and I was like, "Oh, shut the fuck up! I would not have. I was. I'm sorry. I was not paying attention to that in that scene. So, but you
0: should have been. I'm so sorry. Uh,
1: but yeah. So that's from. That the trash is. Compactor. That is. That's cool. I I also love that. So you're right. They yeah. literally threw in any and every little there was Easter egg cameo bit that we could there, from our mm-hmm. movies. You've
0: you've got something for the original trilogy fans. You've got something for the prequel fans. You've got shit for the uh for the video game fans. Like it's all over this episode and Everything. like. You can just see the care that went into this episode, and I'm so, so impressed. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was really cool. Also, also, the third character in Star Wars to say wizard as a exclamation. <laughs> that was a real... So we had Kitster, Anakin's friend in Phantom Menace, who okay. says, that's wizard, Annie. Like... Oh! He says that we have gara aurelius from rebels so zeb calls something wizard okay and they're talking about how cool something is and now you have din Djarin with the most i i didn't think it could get more awkward than the phantom menace but it was like beautifully awkward when he turns she asks him how was that and he just goes wizard
1: i totally missed that or oh. i just like it just didn't compute then oh, i was like okay God. That's funny. Oh it, that's that, really funny. I
0: lost it.
1: That's awesome.
0: I I'm so very very excited. I want to see Grogu in his little chainmail. Yo, his little chain. Oh, mail is a, I mean I'm assuming yeah. that's what it is. That, we what saw a bunch of be. rings. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then um, and then the fact that he's absolutely gonna go in where a droid would typically go. Yeah. In.
0: Oh yeah that but,
1: but i keep calling it a speed racer uh, is that basically what it is that's what uh, it looks like
0: a uh, starfighter starfighter yeah
1: um so yeah so i mean that's already foreshadowing yeah That's exactly where he's gonna go like, um and then that little bit with these cops these oh rebel God. police officers i could not with them i was like what is happening i was like is he getting pulled over yes. this <laughs> whole episode to me was just very middle class
0: blue collar. It was like
1: this episode's for the people, guys. Uh, I was like, yo.
0: Also to, like it just like that just popped into my head um but the beginning of this episode, I don't know if you caught it, but the one shot? Yes. Like for
1: That I'm, was a one shot. Yeah, so okay.
0: for those of you that don't remember, if you go back to the beginning of the episode back on Glavis, Glavis, whatever, the the ring planet. If you go back to Halo. um, Go back to Halo. Go back to Halo. And watch from when Din enters the elevator and goes up to deliver the bounty. All the way through to when he gets back in the elevator and goes down. Yeah. That is all done in one take. And there may be hidden cuts within there. I don't know. I didn't see anything that looked like a hidden cut, but I also thought it was one shot. I'm I'm very bad at at um at pointing like at spotting the hidden cuts in something. Oh, same. But those are so incredibly difficult to pull oh off, and God, Bryce yes. Dallas Howard did it beautifully. I mean, think about and
1: who her father was and the set she grew up on. She's, she's like, oh, I got this.
0: But just think about, like, not only do you have the one shot and having, like, all of your extras having to be in the right place, everyone has to be on, and then you have an entire crew to Production manage. crew. But your main character that you're following is wearing reflective armor.
1: <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I am that's so that fucking impressed. Her editors are... Very good at their yeah. job.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it just goes to show because I've heard of some people like complaining about production value on the book of Boba Fett, which I definitely disagree with. What? It's I think, stunning. Yeah, I think it's I think it's beautiful and I think a lot of it really fits within the the way that they made oh my. It's so bad. It's so bad. Sorry. It's, oh Smiley.
1: some. <laughs> this is payback for Ooh, me the dog, yeah. down.
0: his parts are so bad guys that was lethal dude
1: <laughs> that's why i made that face i was like maggie's gonna be like what is going on over there
0: i saw the face and then about two
1: seconds later you were
0: like oh bud?" um <laughs> but at least like the the production value fits or Fits with the way a lot of things were done in the original trilogy. Yeah. Except we have some added technology that wasn't available at the time, but there's so much practical stuff in there. And a lot of the things kind of have that feel. Yeah. Of the original trilogy. And I love that.
1: I also... It's also one of those, like, reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm-hmm. This... This universe... In Hollywood, has been around since the 1970s. Yeah. Think about the costume department, the props department that they've accumulated over these past, oh my God, 50 years. Yeah. Five decades worth of props and costumes. Absolutely bring them back. Yeah. Do not let them go to waste. It's the same universe. It's the same, it's the same, like... Beloved characters and new stories from this same mm-hmm. world that you created. Yeah, keep like, why wouldn't you bring back some of the stuff? You yeah. don't have to constantly create a new look or a new whatever. Like, no, you're going to have stuff that's going to show yeah. up, especially but, on a planet like Tatooine where but, things get
0: recycled. But even with having stuff like that, we're getting to see, especially within this show, People that are so removed from our story that people just existing in this world, like when Din got off that elevator, and we saw kind of that—it's—it still had that like almost '80s aesthetic of the people in that bar. It
1: We're did, getting to really see did.
0: just people exist it's outside all very of Scarface
1: of them in that round yeah, booth.
0: Out, but outside of outside of the crime syndicates, outside of the Jedi, outside of all of these, you know major players in the galaxy he walks out of that elevator there's people dressed in like bright colors they're dancing they're chatting they're just existing yeah and it's it's really cool to see yeah i agree i'm so excited about just getting these different views and seeing how this world is growing yeah like i'm i'm super hype i yes like i feel bad that my second favorite episode of the book of boba fett doesn't have boba fett in it
1: I, I've, that's not an unpopular opinion. No. I actually, so it took me a couple days to watch this this week's episode and I'm sorry, but the fandom needs to do better. I almost had to stay off socials because I thought I saw a spoiler. um, And that was like a day after it came out too. So I was like, really guys, chill. Oh,
0: oh God, they're like, savage. They're savage. It's like day of, like it barely even noon sometimes, I and they're like, like posting shit. i like, guys,
1: can we... Yeah, but someone did say... Calm the fuck down. The only status I saw that was not a spoiler yeah. uh, that I just read, it was literally them saying the first four were a little bit of a slow burn. This is my favorite episode of the series so far. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was like,
0: you're not wrong. Chapter two is still my favorite episode. Chapter
1: two is my favorite from Boba Fett's storyline. Yeah. From this season, I kinda have to say it might have been yeah. it might have been this week's episode. But that's also because you know me and you know how much I love the Mandalorian. Yeah. So I think I'm biased in that. Oh and yeah. Boba Fett hasn't completely won me over yet. Yeah. So, I think that that's totally why. fair, and then of course, we get um, I almost called her Fennec. This oh. is not the Hunger Games,
0: <laughs> Fennec,
1: Fennec. And of course, we get her and be like, What yeah. up, bruh? I was yeah. like, There it is. <laughs> I was like, They gotta connect to somehow. This that just bitch. can't be a standalone, <laughs>
0: yeah. I
1: was like, Yeah, there she is.
0: But this makes me really because I heard somebody, I, I wish I can remember who said this. Um, I heard somebody bring this up on TikTok today. But she was talking about how, because this happened in the Bad Batch, too. In the in the Bad Batch, we had a, a I think it was a couple episode arc that only had to deal with, with Hera, really, on, like, it had a little bit of the Bad Batch in it. But it was mainly this Ryloth arc on the Bad Batch. And, like, they were barely characters in their own show. Really? Yeah. Like they, they just they just showed up really at the end or like the beginning at the end, but it was about her. And now we have this episode in the Book of Boba Fett where it is completely Dinjarin's episode. Yeah. Is she brought up how she's really curious to see what happens with Andor. Because with Andor, if this is the trend that they're going for where we get these shows about specific characters, but we have like an episode or two that have nothing to do with our character. Okay. Is that we could see an entire episode dedicated to Saw Gerrera or Mon Mothma or, like, potentially even or Urso. Like, that, that would be a... Am- oh, my God. Of, that would make
1: me so happy. But of
0: where we get to see where this other character That's is. That's not going to
1: happen in this one, though, because both Jin and Sal are gone.
0: That But Andor's happening What's before... Andor? Uh, so, Andor is one of the new, then the next shows to come Sorry, out. Sorry,
1: I didn't know that. Oh, you yeah. said Andor and I thought it was a character.
0: No, um, Andor is um uh, a show about Cassie and Andor pre Rogue One. Oh. Yeah. So, but it, within that show. I didn't know that was his Yeah. Last name. Okay, great. We get, we could get Mon Mothma, Saw Guerrero. Oh, like, that. I think, I think, I think Jyn Urso is a long shot for that, for that uh, show. Yeah. I think she's a long shot. I think we would have heard if, Felicity Jones were attached to the Star Wars project again. Is
1: in the finale of that show, and it just shows literally what we know from Rogue One. Yeah, it just connects that dot, kind of like how Rogue One connected the dot to um, A New Hope. I literally led into that shot. That's the only way. I I think
0: the only reason why that is like the least likely, in my opinion, to happen on that show is because I feel like somebody would have let it slip that Felicity Jones was
1: really. Andrew Garfield kept that secret for two years. We can talk about it now. Yes. Andrew Garfield kept that secret for two years. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, I'm in the MCU. On, oh, I'm my God. Excited. Maggie's officially in the MCU. We can talk about it. Yes. Yeah. By the way. Officially. Um, I think we've mentioned it on here before that she worked on the uh, second Amazing Spider-Man movie yeah. with Andrew Garfield. So Maggie's officially in the MCU. She was literally She's very in excited movie. about it. Hell yeah. Um,
0: Moving on. I fucking on. love that.
1: Anyway, so... Yeah, Andrew Garfield kept that secret for two years.
0: Oh, I know. I just don't trust anyone to keep a secret.
1: Yeah. Like... And he is a gem of a human.
0: He well, is. Well, so did Toby Maguire. Yeah, that's true.
1: But nobody was interviewing him.
0: <laughs> yeah, but Andrew Garfield Poor was thing. promoting Andrew a and movie. Andrew Garfield was
1: literally working consistently for two years on yeah. other things and still kept that fucking secret. My favorite thing is now in interviews, they yeah. have literally asked him, how did I feel to lie? Just straight up lie to people for two years. He's like... Yeah, it uh, wasn't great, but, like, it happened. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I absolutely
0: lied. I read times. I read a tweet that um, basically said, I want Andrew Garfield to continue to deny that he's in No Way Home, like, five years from Forever. now. Five years from now. He'll be promoting a movie. Somebody will ask him about No Way Home and he'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't in that movie, but Tom Holland did a great job.
1: Tom Holland did a great job. <laughs> he absolutely should. Or just be like, it's Photoshop, guys. Yeah. It's Photoshop. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. But yeah, so she very well might be. She could.
0: I will but that is But again,
1: I agree. If she is, it's gonna be it's gonna be the season finale. Of oh show. yeah.
0: It's just gonna or something, a cameo in passing.
1: Yeah, has to be. Like I
0: can't see very much of that, but goddamn, that would just be cool. Because, I just fucking... because we
1: see them meet in Rogue One. Yeah. So it's not like they can have them meet no, before. No, they can't meet before, before
0: but God damn, I would love that because I fucking love Jyn Erso. So I know, much. I do
1: too, and she's so good in that role too. So I agree; that'd be that'd be great. I'm all for it. So, um, John and Dave, take note. Um, another note from us because I know you guys listen very intently. Uh, if you want to wrap the season up, that would be a beautiful little like through line and tie through because you did it through Rogue One. So if you're gonna do it again, you yep. might as well do it with her. Might his show. as
0: well.
1: Um, that'd be great. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but yeah, what do we know when that one's coming out? Um, What's the timeline of our next show's coming out? I thought it was Kenobi and we still don't have a trailer. Ah, I'm not mad.
0: I'm just disappointed. I am. I'm very much hoping for a May the 4th release for Kenobi.
1: Just release. Um, No trailer. We get zero trailer. It's just like, it just drops on Disney uh, (laughs) Plus. That would be fucking hilarious. It also took them a minute to get us a No Way Home trailer.
0: That's true.
1: Disney might just be short-staffed in the trailer department. (laughs) Listen, guys, we're trying. Um, We got a lot um, of content to go through right now.
0: So we should be getting Andor sometime between July and September, maybe.
1: Wow, that sounds like a very Kenobi answer. We should be getting Kenobi in (gasps) 2022. Pick a month. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: I I just Googled Kenobi release date.
1: I swear to God, does it say July? I'm it says the release date is sometime in twenty twenty two. What did I just say? I can't alright. Oh.
0: I mean, Kenobi's gonna be the, the the heavy hitter for all of these, Absolutely. obviously. It's one so, I'm looking forward
1: to the most. That and Ahsoka. Oh. Really looking forward to Ahsoka. Only because I want to get to know her more as a yeah. character.
0: I would love to. That and um but I feel like like Kenobi is the big anticipated one yeah. right now and i mean may the 4th is right there
1: it's right there guys i
0: mean if you i want mean, to that drop would be earlier if, but if you wanted to do a big release yeah that's the day to do it that's
1: true you know what disney though if you want to release the trailer i don't know in or around march 8th that'd be great or you um, know like
0: <laughs> so tomorrow is cool too or tomorrow yeah or tomorrow yeah i mean you know i i monday i could Monday Monday works for me. Monday works. I My schedule is pretty wide open for a Kenobi trailer. Right.
1: I will make the time. Don't you worry. I will put it on my calendar. I'll even put it on my calendar work. I'm in a meeting.
0: Wow. I am
1: in a meeting with, don't worry about it, but I am in a meeting. BRB. <laughs> I'm
0: in a meeting with Mr. McGregor.
1: Okay. Okay. okay.
0: It's very important. <laughs>
1: very important, guys. Uh, <laughs> no. No. I can't. But yeah, so oh is there anything else that we didn't cover I, from this week's episode? I think that was pretty Let much I it. See. The Jawa dating game, yeah. the police officers, the um all of the droids of times past.
0: <laughs> yeah, um Maggie got her pottery sequence. I did. She did. I did, and that little BD droid is one of the cutest things I have. That se- yeah. that that thing was that hurt his little foot. Love love like, those are those are the best. Oh, type I saw of the gong
1: droid. Yes. And I saw, they're bigger than I expected. Well, they come in many sizes. <laughs> I hate that you just did that with a straight face. It didn't last long. But, guys, she delivered that
0: originally deadpan. with a deadpan face. She was like, and then boys. I broke instantly. Instantly. Like a true professional. But I'm
1: Braddy. <laughs> Still counts. Um, oh. moving on from that. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, I just can't take them seriously. They have real big feet. He was yeah. just like clunking around. I was like, "That's because the fuck? it's literally somebody standing inside a, of trash, a trash can." <laughs> and that's why I love them. They're like, we're not gonna scoot around this. We're not even gonna try to fancy schmancy this sub. This is
0: a person in a trash can. <laughs> take it or leave it <laughs> It's like that industrial like tubing that you see yeah. on like air conditioners or like i yeah. don't know mechanical things i don't know anything about mechanics um, i just remember what my hot take was <laughs> <laughs> we're at oh the end of the, we're at the end of the episode
1: okay. i'm gonna save it for next week i also just write it down i just remembered why i didn't write it down and why i was um hesitant to say it is because mm. I'm stealing it from a meme Maggie sent me. So it's a stolen hot take.
0: now I know what it is.
1: But I'm still using it for next week. So yeah. stay tuned to next week <laughs> <laughs> to find out what it is. <laughs> oh my god. I'm am... so sorry, Spudley. I just woke you up. Look <laughs> at him looking at me like, bitch. Oh. He's quite yelling.
0: <laughs> I Oh, I'm so I am so freaking excited for next week's episode! Like
1: we only have two more, right? Yeah, wait, two or three more. Two Are there more.
0: eight. Two more. Seven. Yeah. Okay. But with Dave Filoni at the helm, like, what oh yeah, the you did say that he's going to happen next week. Like, we could get Luke next week. We could oh, get Grogu next fuck. week. We could get. We could get Boba Fett in his they're... own show next week.
1: We could get Boba Fett his own show. I think they're holding out on yeah. Luke and Grogu until Mandalorian. Yeah. I think this was just a nice little... Tease. Tease. Of this is a nice little... I hope you guys are enjoying this show. Yeah. Don't forget what's coming next. Don't forget we have more little shows. Little intermission. <laughs> yeah, just like a little bit. And then we're going to get back into, back to our original programming yeah. next week.
0: Yeah. Back to all Tatooine all the time.
1: All Tatooine all the time.
0: Yeah. Um, we could get we could get off planet a little bit more. That was fun, not was to be fun. on Tatooine.
1: It was fun. It not was that very, we don't
0: love Tatooine. It was
1: a very Mandalorian thing to do. Yeah, um, very very um Dindaran thing to do, especially him just speeding away from the cops. He was like, "I have to go now." He straight up didn't even answer. He He's... looked him dead in the eyes. You can tell through that helmet. He looked him dead in the eyes and said, "Bye." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Gotta go." <laughs> I don't even think he turned his helmet in the background. He's like, yep, I had him out. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, no, <laughs> but I also love, I I respect for the elder cop who said, oh, sorry. Respect for the elder cop who said, do you want to do all that paperwork? I want to do all that paperwork. <laughs> Harm pass. He, it's not that serious. Calm down. <laughs> That's literally what he told him. He said, fish.
0: Even in a galaxy far, far away, people are too lazy to too fill lazy out their paperwork.
1: To fill out fucking paperwork. Which
0: relatable. <sighs> Star Wars so has relatable. gotten so relatable.
1: Yep. Quit cutting down the trees on <laughs> Naboo. Oh wait. <laughs> oh my God. If they don't really anyway.
0: if they don't really use paper, if they use like data pads more often than paper, would it really be paperwork? Huh. We'll leave you all with that question.
1: <laughs> we'll leave you with that question for next week. <laughs> kind of like the angels hot take. Thank you for that, Maggie. Um, love it. Okay, well, yay. That's the end um, of our episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed. We are a hot mess this week. I apologize. Yeah, this is
0: pure chaos.
1: We're doing great. I hope you guys enjoy our podcast. We have fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I hope you guys really have ma- listening to it. It doesn't really matter if anyone else did.
1: <laughs> love you, Mina. <laughs> All right, love you guys, Mina. Stay tuned for next week. We'll see you then. Have a good weekend. Be kind. Be nice. Uh if you're not vaccinated yet, what the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah. Like, no yeah. No offense. Yeah. No same. If you have get the If you have the ability to get the vaccine and you haven't gotten the vaccine
1: What are oh. you doing?
0: At this point, fuck you.
1: Right? Like come on, man.
0: Obviously if you don't Yeah. yeah obviously if you are like don't have the ability.
1: Oh get, yeah, absolutely then not.
0: You are not included in that. Everyone you are not else included in that. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah.
1: Get it together. Can we please have this pandemic over now? Behave. Yeah. Please behave. Anyway. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Have a good week. Have a good week. We love you. Enjoy your snow days if you are also getting snow days. And enjoy your sunshine if you are not. Yeah. And if you are getting snow days, salt
0: your sidewalks. Salt your sidewalks. Look out for each other. All right, guys. See not see you. Care you. Talk to you next week.
1: Talk to you next (laughs)
0: week. Look at us go. (laughs) Goodbye.